0: not noob the podcast that goes zero to 60 in 3.5 maybe you got the keys now shut up and talk about video games i am your lead driver fuzzy dan and joining me today is my team principal of funny it's mr doody dootrim how are we today sir
1: we look like a bunch of fucking wankers (laughs) good old gunther oh what a dude what a dude (laughs) I can't believe I was so fucking close to getting a photo and saying hi to him, and I fucking missed it. Oh well, we—you'll
0: yep. have your opportunity sometime again in the next thirty years when we get out of isolation. Um,
1: yeah, we're fucking—we're back in it for people who don't know. Melbourne's stuck in the shit again, thanks to fucking Dan Andrews.
0: Back in it again for another six weeks ish. <laughs> give yeah. give or take a couple of months. Uh, we'll be back in it for a while. So we're back to recording like this, and we're going to be fine. It's going to be fun. We've got lots of games to play, lots of things to talk about. So we're very, very happy, at least on that front.
1: Yes. Unlike the movie business, the game business keeps on moving.
0: It keeps on trucking. And it keeps on putting out some serious crap as well. Let's talk about that crap in the news, which is happening right now. I'm going to kick it off with... A p- a game that I can only describe as NBA Jam meets your worst nightmare. It's WWE 2K Battlegrounds. What yeah. on the actual fuck is this? <laughs> uh,
1: as, a, as apt as you said, it is NBA 2K Jam, but for wrestling. And it looks. It looks like those. I don't know what you're calling those, those little fucked-up toys you used to get in, like, the kids' magazines, the My, the My Kids' magazines or Zones or whatever the fuck they were called. With, like, the stretchy um, arms
0: and stuff? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 Those Stretch Armstrong-looking, squibby fucking toys. I can't remember what they're called, knuckle bones or some fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they look really weird, man. It looks like Funko Pop wrestling, but Funko Pops have better symmetrics than these things do.
0: Yeah, it, it looks... I need people like to stop what you're doing right now. Pause the pause the podcast. I'm not gonna ask you to do this much, but right now pause the podcast. Well wait until I tell you the instructions, then pause. Pause the podcast. Go and watch the video of WWE 2K Battlegrounds and then come back to this so that you can understand the fucking insaneness of what is happening in this thing. It's I I have no words for how terrible it is. <laughs>
1: it looks like it. looks that's the thing looks uh, one thing but it could play fantastic but it looks like uh, because we're not getting an NBA 2k game because last year's was a fucking train wreck you know that's Um, I think
0: that may be the only reason that they've done this is because last year's was so so bad that they've gone oh fuck it we'll throw that out we need to rejig everything from scratch let's just go and throw some shit game that we've been playing around the office up and yeah, this is pretty much it. Like, it is that bobblehead experience of playing something stupid and just having a bit of fun with it, rather than trying to be serious and cocking it up.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it. It looks like it looks like it's tr- it's trying to be a bit Smash Brosy in regards to its casual funness of it. Yeah, but it's also terrible. That <laughs> ugly looking. It's not appealing at all. And look there are there are friends of mine that love wrestling and love the WWE unnameable um, friends got, <laughs> <laughs> one of which may or may not be a very uh, sponsor for this very show who <laughs> <He> loves WWE <laughs> and was uh, uh, disapproved of my tricking of using The Rock as our title for Shaking Not Nerd this week. Well, I mean, Um, we did
0: that entirely deliberately. We even talked about it for like 20 minutes. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Uh, So he he may be excited for this, but if he is, we're going to have some words.
0: uh, Yeah, look, it it does have all of the classic WWE wrestlers. Um, There's Stone Cold Steve Austin. There is The Rock with his famous eyebrow. It just—I I don't know. If anyone's excited for this, I'd like to meet them and
1: just ask why, 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 Delilah. Um. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting looking title. I'll give it. I'll give it that. And look, that's the thing. It, it could. It, the first Avengers gameplay that came out was something, and this looks like crap. And now it's getting better and better. This game could be. If it's like ten bucks, fine. If it's anything more than ten to twenty bucks. Nah. I, I look, I, I absolutely agree. This is a ten to twenty dollar title.
0: Make it, you know, don't make, don't big it up. Just release it as it is, and let people have fun with it. And that's that's kind of an experience that I could enjoy. Um, maybe something to play on Switch could be fun to play as a little a little mixer on Switch, but we'll see. We'll see. Ah, it's terrifying though. Uh, that's going to give me nightmares. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Um. Yeah, it's,
1: it's an interesting looking game
0: <laughs> But things that do have me excited I'd like to talk as, as well a little bit about the, uh, the, the gameplay trailer that we've seen For Evil Genius 2 Now you're not familiar with the original title Is that correct sir I am not Okay um, so I know it
1: is done by Rebellion.
0: Uh, that is all I know. Yes, uh, who you love. I know you love the Rebellion games. They did the um, uh, Zombie Army game. The, yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so they're are a lot of fun. They do some really cool titles. Um, Evil Genius is a game. Essentially, you play as a James Bond villain. Uh, you have to build up your base and you know with little minions and protect it. Not the cartoon minions. Actual proper just people. Um, and you have to protect it from um, super spies coming to invade your base and blow it all up while you go around the world and steal shit. It's a lot of fun. It's a. It, it was a lot of fun when it came out. It was a really good strategy game. Um, that was. It was released like fifteen years ago or something crazy like that. So it's now back. They. Uh, I believe they're doing this title. I think it's the end of this year. Um, so we're expecting to see Evil Genius Two come out. There's like ten minutes of gameplay in here, and all sorts of new game elements. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks like what they had before, plus some modern graphics. I, I think anyone who's into strategy games, base builders, this is a game for you. It's one of those games, that I've really enjoyed in the past.
1: Mm, yeah, I saw. I saw a little bit of an it, and I'm not familiar with this. It it does seem a little bit like that. Um, not, not. I wouldn't say two point hospital, but that sort of yeah, managing a base and then people try to come and blow it up and kill and stuff.
0: Well, that's it, and like it's, it's very much like a, you get to create your own sort of secret lab, evil hideout, and stuff like that. So you build up the base, and you've got you know areas that you have to build up. So like power and you know supply stuff and training areas for your crew. But then the the fun stuff starts to become in how you defend your base. So you have like a an operations front that just looks like a you know a private casino or something like that. And then there's secret entrances to get into your base that you have to, you know, trick the super spies into going down these different pathways and you set traps for them and all sorts of stuff. So there's this really complex uh, game elements that are involved in it so while you're not directly controlling each of the minions to do things you're sort of setting up the environments that they can operate in and it's really like it's a really interesting game take um it's a a lot of fun to play as a strategy game so looking forward to that one when it comes out again this is probably one of those um it's probably a mid-range title i wouldn't spend a lot of (laughs) like top dollar on this one but it's uh definitely a lot of fun and should be in a strategy game collection
1: Mm, well yeah you, you do play a fuckload of total war even even so when it comes to you know oh we're talking about fucking uh, battlefield or call of duty this week and it's like fuzzy get the fuck off total war <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i
0: will say i have i've gone off total i haven't played total war for uh maybe the late like the last two months i've been going through an extensive collection of indie games um and early access titles so there's a lot that i can talk about in that space but yes I mean, I go back to strategy games. Total War is, like, the uh, the creme de la creme. Um, But another one that I've been playing recently, which is really awesome, is uh, Battlefield Gothic Armada 2, um, which is a... I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. which is a 40K title. So that's a lot of fun. That is essentially a space... What faction did you pick? uh, uh, The main one? I don't know. I haven't played it a lot, but it is a lot of fun. Like, I've I've dabbled in it. So um, there's a lot of, like, high priests and... I don't know, there's orcs and shit going on. There's a lot of very confusing things that I don't fully understand. All I know is that the gameplay is exceptionally fun. Um, So it's space battles, so it's a strategy game you're playing as like large spaceships and they all have different abilities and it's just, it's very complex and very, very fun. I very much enjoyed that one. Um, So yes, any RTS fans, uh, definitely look at that. I think it's actually available on the uh, Games Pass for PC as well. Oh, there you go. Um, So, yeah, definitely worth a check out for those ones. But, yes, Evil Genius 2, check that out. Um, There's lots of gameplay stuff. Rebellion have put a bunch of videos up. Um, They've gone through stuff like the score and all of the things that they're adding into the games. They're all available on their YouTube channel, so definitely check that out. Um, Something you may not be able to check out on the uh, YouTubes, though, because they keep pulling these things down, uh, is all of the gameplay leaks that we are getting for Assassin's Creed Valhalla um we are seeing a lot of these we saw a bunch last week i'm
1: not sure if you got a chance to watch any of those um but uh i i got onto one and then i it got pulled down
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes uh so they're constantly going through that we got another one today uh which was a boss battle um where uh the main character in this uh, faces off against some boss with like huge horns and double swords and craziness so yeah first impressions dirty. what do you reckon
1: um, it it does look like basically the most recent Odyssey and, and before that, Origins gameplay. Um, I will say my biggest problem with... I didn't play Odyssey, but I played Origins, so the ones that in Egypt. Yep. Um, and the the whole notion and idea of I have a sword, this person doesn't have any body armor, I need to whack them 24 times yeah. to take them down and chip away at their health. I'm like, no, 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 no. You want to create a realistic game in this universe, and, and stuff like that, if I have a sword, or a bow and arrow, and you have either no helmet on, or no body armor, you are dead, that is, that is the rule of the law, and I don't like the, the the thing I don't like about these new Assassin's Creed games is, oh, well, you have to level up your character, and get a better sword, and do this, and do that, I like the idea of, yes, you can, you can change your armor, and change your sword, but, do it like sort of like you know the the Dark Knight. Wearing this armor lets you move around more, but you're more susceptible to arrows. Yeah. Or you know you you can't barrel roll backwards, or you can't hold a shield because the armor is too heavy, or something like that. Where this just seems more of the at least from what we saw with this boss fight, that it was you know she, she's the the characters are the the person who's playing or has gotten the capture footage is, is playing as a female character this time um, because all the promotional things has been the, the male character mm. and she's got two sort of hand Viking axes and I'm like cool. You'll fucking whack a limb off because there is exposed flesh on that, you know, on that boss, and it's like, no, nah, take down their shield bar, take down their health bar. I'm uh, like, nah,
0: no, just fucking hack them. And, and look, I will say that's been um, been something that's been in the last two games, and you know, it it's, it tires pretty quickly. Like, it's not. What the traditional elements of um, Assassin's Creed have been all about, but I think they've tried to be more into this. Like these RPG elements have been creeping into their games more and more, um, and I don't mind that. But it's just it's yeah. the it's the the the
1: grindiness of it that i don't necessarily like
0: no absolutely and especially like when you're doing like assassins you know jumps on people and supposedly stabbing them in the neck and you're supposed to be assassins and it only does stun damage on characters that are above your level that's fucking stupid like the yeah. the whole reward within assassins creed used to be if you can assassin jump on somebody you can kill them and that's it like the the reward is getting to that place and the payoff is you know killing them like i, I just think Like they've lost that part of it, which has changed the game into this RPG combat, which I I don't particularly enjoy. Um, You know, later on when you level up, you get to a point where you're higher level than a lot of those characters. You can go in and do those, you know, one shot assassin skills, but it's just it takes too long, and you don't really feel you don't feel like that awesome assassin that you used to be. Um, so that's that's interesting. I, I think as well with this game, like they uh, they've kind of shied away from it in um, in the previous titles, apart from some of the DLC content. Um, they're bringing in some more of those sort of supernatural powers. So it feels like there's a lot of um, you know Norse god elements in here. We see with this boss fight that there's a lot of like this character can use lightning strikes and all sorts of stuff. So some interesting stuff that's creeping into Assassin's Creed. I think they they still Continue to uh, to persevere down a pathway that they started with origins, that yeah, I'm not entirely convinced on. So it's a little bit disappointing. Um, and I mean even looking at like some of the um, the menu systems that we saw last week and uh, the world maps and all the rest of it they are very much persisting with this similar model for the last from the last two games um, probably slightly refined but and you know tailored a little bit to that sort of Norse style of um, theme where they've set it in that game but I don't know man I just it feels a little bit lazy
1: if you know what I mean like, yeah and and I will say as well, like, this is probably the only Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag that I have been like, oh, you've, you've you've got my interest. Yeah. Because the Egyptian one, I, I saw it, and I went, okay, cool, that looks all right. I tried it and went, fuck no. Yeah. Um, and then I saw that they did Odyssey, and I'm sitting there going, look, I didn't like Origins. It's probably just going to be a, a different a time setting, but the same gameplay. So, I'm like, look, I'm going to pass, bro. And now it's going to Norse. And I'm sitting there going, you know what, I like Thor. Um... So and I like the new God of War game. So I'm sitting there going, look, I might give it a crack, but if it's gonna be this grindy sort of experience, then
0: Oh look, I'm gonna, telling you right it, now it's gonna be a game that will struggle, yeah. I'm telling you right now it's gonna be that. Like that's that's exactly what they're going for. Um yeah, I d I don't know what else they expect. Like everybody has been giving feedback. Every like the fans of the series have been saying, No. We we want something different, give us something different. So they go, Okay, we'll do something different. Here we go, Vikings in the same fucking game mechanics and the same... Se- it's like, no, that's, you've missed the point entirely. Like, they did some really cool things with Odyssey, like they brought in um, naval combat again, they brought in the ship, so that was really fun. It looks like, you know, we've got some naval elements to this as well with the Viking longboats. How that exactly interacts with the the game it's, it remains to be seen, but I would like to we see like them do a lot more with that naval combat like they did with o- Odyssey.
1: We are getting a, uh, a Ubisoft event on the 13th of July. Yep. Um, and on the 24th of July, I think it is, we're getting the Xbox yeah. uh, oh, event. Yeah. Um, so, the Ubisoft one will clearly show Assassin's Creed. Um, and it will probably show more on Watch Dogs. We saw that uh, behind closed doors at PAX last year. And I was really impressed with Watch Dogs. So, I think out of the two Ubisoft titles that will be coming relatively soon, um, I'm more excited for Watch Dogs than uh than Assassin's Creed but you know how the show goes we'll probably end up reviewing both of them
0: yes we will um yeah so there we go look um I'm I'm keen to see more like we've uh, we've seen that this is all early leaked footage I don't know how it got out but it's being it's it's got out there's so much of it though that it feels a little bit more of a deliberate leak than a um uh, by the company than it does like a somebody actually trying to leak it out themselves so it's it's yeah. it's very interesting because we've seen I've seen half an hour worth of games footage from this game and that's that's more than you'll see for for any games ever before they actually go live so I'm it's surprising how much has come through
1: I'm wondering if the leaked footage though is on the current gen consoles or the next gen consoles. I, like I, what type of graphics are we seeing?
0: I, I think this is this is early pre-alpha stuff. So I, I don't even think they are like they should have been shown, but they're showing it to I think give people a bit of a taste for what's going on. So it does it looks pretty grainy, and obviously we're getting a low res video on this um in in this format. But you know we'll we'll see. We'll wait and see. I I will hold off on giving my final assessment on this until I actually get to play it, but early signs point to a very similar experience to the last two games, so if you didn't like those, you're probably not going to like this one, despite the fact that there are Vikings involved. Um, Just as a pre-warning to anyone interested in buying it.
1: Well, 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 of course, this is the show to listen to, if that is the case or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Speaking of uh, Ubisoft, though, we do have an announcement today, I'm not sure if you saw this, dirty Watch Dogs 2. Uh, is yeah, getting released for free um, for people on, um, I believe it's Uplay, um, their gaming tool that you can uh, download and purchase. Yep. Uh, it is yeah coming out for free, I believe it's free on the 12th of July. Uh, so it's free for one day only um, during their uh, upcoming digital showcase. So if you haven't played Watch Dogs 2, which is... An interesting game it's all on its own. I didn't mind it, yeah. Uh,
1: I, I I preferred Watch Dogs 2 to Watch Dogs 1. I, I will say that, yeah.
0: yeah well,
1: <laughs> You did use your yo yo as your weapon. Yeah. That too. <laughs> uh, look, there
0: were some interesting elements to it. So, yeah, if you're excited about Watch Dogs 3, um, you can get the Watch Dogs 2 game on uh, Uplay. I think it's just on the PC, though, so you can't get it on your console devices. But, yes, that's coming up on the 12th of July, so make sure you check that out. Uh, yep. But that's it for the news duty We have a sponsor Who are they?
1: The, oh well there's one piece of news It was a rumor oh, okay. I don't know if it's, if it's true or not It's sorry. a rumor um, That <laughs> <laughs> That uh, Warner Brothers uh, media Is potentially going up for sale If AT&T decide to sell it And the bigwig who's looking at Buying Warner Brothers interactive Disney? media Is Microsoft Oh <laughs> Ooh, interesting um, So a lot of the things going around Going well if Sony can have Spider-Man Microsoft can have Batman <laughs> Sitting there going Fuck yes <laughs> All about that. Um, so, so that's a that's a rumor going on. But if they get Microsoft, uh, if Microsoft does indeed purchase Warner Brothers, I don't think they're going to be uh, tight gripped with the properties like that. Yeah, because that will mean Microsoft. You'll only be able to play Mortal Kombat on an Xbox. You'll only be mm. able to play the Harry Potter game on an Xbox. You'll only be able to play the Lego games on an Xbox. I don't think they'd do that if Microsoft surely did buy not, Warner Brothers.
0: Surely not. Like that's, no. they, they would lose, it, like, uh, as much as that would be great for exclusivity, I, I think they lose such a massive market, especially, like, uh, yeah. if you look places like Japan and China, places like that, Sony is massive over there. Um, so I think yeah, you know, they, exactly. they would lose a huge market of people who play those games specifically. So it's a uh, well, big call. Big call, but yeah.
1: That, yeah, I, th- I think if Microsoft did purchase it, whether that is a, a thing or not, I think that games would just release normally as they are now on all consoles, but I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they're like, this is a particular batman game or 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 dc character that is only coming to xbox to do that thing
0: 100% like if you've got one of those things in one of those games they're like this is you can get this game everywhere else but this is exclusive content here or you can get it a week earlier on this platform like they're going to do stuff like that which would mean that yeah. you know they they get a slight edge over the competition, which I I totally agree with, and I totally think that's a, a very smart move to do if they proceed down that
1: pathway. So yeah. it's like what Square Enix did with uh, Final Fantasy. 7. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Like release it early on that particular platform. We'll release it a year later or something else, but. I don't know if they'll do it that much, but as long as they're giving like exclusive content for their, their platforms, that's totally fine. That's, that's what the industry does. Um, and we definitely encourage some people to, to switch devices for sure. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right. Well, back to the, uh, back to the sponsor (laughs) Guppy. Um, yeah. Tell us who we got as our sponsor this week.
1: our sponsor for shaken not noob is Culture Shock Collectibles. Of course, each week, every week, they've been our sponsor since day one. Sure, they have. Um, they are a leading collectibles store. They're better than those lime green and black bastards that you see in shopping centres that are connected to <laughs> Shmee Me Bangs, as well as the ones that are located out in the middle of uh, nowhere, Victoria. That uh, you know, you know when your business rhymes with Bing, um, that you've got a problem. So yeah. Bing and there's another one that's pop blob whatever you know you know it's pop culture um it's they're a lot better than them because uh I've done a I've done a thorough analysis and by thorough analysis I've bought simultaneously two Funko pops from a competitor two Funko pops from Culture Shock they both arrived the same day so I'll give them that but. The one the from, the non- from the non culture shock collectible place was urinated on. Um, it was, yeah, it was just <laughs> no, terrible. No. The one from the non Funko, the non uh, culture shock collectibles came loosely in a box, <sighs> so the boxes were damaged. I don't really care about Funko pops box damage, but some people do. Where Michael, of course, covers his in a fuckload of bubble wrap and then surrounds the bubble wrap with newspaper. So and if you have a fire in your house, you got yourself a great good fire starter right there. There you go. Yes, a terrific um, fire. Starter. And if you. He- <laughs> yes, he actually puts extra newspaper in there because he knows my wife is a pyromaniac. Uh, it's <laughs> that's it, both sweet and
0: terrifying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I've just uh, got some new Funko Pops on order. They should be here next week. I will be happy to do a uh, a video and chuck it on the Shake and Not Nerd listener community on Facebook, and I'll chuck it up on Twitter as well for those of you not on the uh, Facebooks um, of me unboxing. I got a big Funko Pop arriving and two normal Funko Pops arriving. Uh, there is a new, my new Director Cranic hot toy. There is the Darth Maul I've pre-ordered, and I'm getting the Spider Man twenty ninety nine hot toy. It hot, looks fucking sick. Hot to it. Yep. So, uh, yes, you can find them online at com. The dis- the link is in the description below. If you spend over $50 shipping, you get... If, if you spend over $50, you get free shipping. And you'll get a little card in, in your box. And on the inside of this box, on this little card, is a promo code, which will then give you 10% off your next order. Ooh, That's fantastic.
0: I mean, technically, (laughs) if you were to spend $50 specifically on shipping, you'd also get free shipping after that. So it's this whole (laughs) (laughs) catch-22. Just send him $50, and he will ship something to you of the value of $50 or less for free. That's how it works. It's amazing.
1: (laughs) That'd be a good thing, a $50 random box. It could be Funkers. It could be action figures. It could be something.
0: It could be anything. There you go. So, uh, your yeah, Thank you for that duty. Thank you, Michael, for sponsoring us. And so, He's apologies got some for the, in the uh, as
1: well, some new high quality stickers. Oh, there we go.
0: Yes. And apologies, Michael, for the uh, latest rag that we did on the wrestling game. Um it looks shit, but I'm sure you are it. Let's talk about the game that we are here to talk about um, it's it's all about driving this week. It's driving me up the wall. It is F1 2020. The
1: lights out and away we go.
0: I don't know what that was, but (laughs) yes, there we go. F1 2020. It is the new F1 game that was released in 2020. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. It is Formula One racing sim. It is amazing. It is coming out again from Codemasters. They've done an exceptional job in the last few years of releasing this game. And it keeps getting better and better they have changed yeah. a few things this year um, they've added in a bunch of stuff and we're going to be talking about the good the bad and the ugly right now um, first cap off the rank duty how are you enjoying this game how's it going for you
1: it's it's going exceptionally well on my end um, when when mrs when mrs judy came home from work cuz she still works in an office <laughs> because I don't know why um, uh, she could hear random engine noises coming from the back room she thought i had formula 1 coming on and <laughs> And she yep. saw I could sit on I was sitting on the edge of my couch leaning forward as I was driving <laughs> she's like oh do not touch him um it's it's a fantastic entry in the game it's it's like it's sort of every it's like NBA and you know the the uh fucking FIFA, FIFA and everything yeah. it's a yearly release game yeah. um and yearly release games are, s- are set out to do two things improve on their previous game and add from their previous game they're not on the head <laughs> Oh yeah, too. But if they if they if they improve on the on what they already had as well as add stuff to it, then I think they've done great, and that's what they've done here. Um, There's updated uh, user interfaces. There's updated menus. uh, There's dedicated ERS buttons now as well, which I thought that was. Pretty fucking cool um, There is more of a uh, the, the AI drivers actually act Like their drivers in real life So Sebastian Vettel is a complete Cunt to overtake Because um, he blocks aggressively uh, If you have uh, Lewis Hamilton Or Valtteri Bottas behind you Your technician will update you every 10 seconds Going, Hamilton's behind you Hamilton's behind you, he's getting closer He's getting closer, <laughs> it's sort of like playing Dead by Daylight And you can hear the killer is chasing you But it's Lewis Hamilton Oh, okay. That's how it works. Um, I even had on one of my races um, Charles Leclerc, who races for Ferrari. His engine died and cut out, and I went. That actually happened to him last year at the exact same track. <laughs> like they've they've put a lot of attention to detail in it. I think it's fantastic. the uh, The character customization is fucking rad this year. It's it's very similar to what it was last year, but they've now added podium celebrations. Yes. So if yeah. you kept coming first, the podium celebrations used to get pretty tiring because it's just the same thing over and over again now you get to choose what you know he or she your driver does uh, as well as you get paid for racing formula 1s in career mode now yes. where last year it was just like here's your resource points now it's like he's a fucking wad of money yeah yeah
0: it's one of the things that like yeah the last year with the the my career mode was was there <laughs> if you know what i mean like it was it's kind of like they responded to people like here we go here's here's the career mode and it kind of just didn't feel like it was fully fleshed out So this year, I think they've done a much better job with the My Career mode, but I I think even more so the My Team mode that they've uh, added in this year is pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, the new mode. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, so that's a giant kettle of fish.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, and like this this one is uh, like it's probably surpassed for me the experience that you get in the My Career mode. It is uh, you basically create a new team. It's the eleventh team in the competition, uh, and you build everything from scratch. You you build an engine. You build up your race team you uh, win points for development and all the rest of it and it's yeah you basically are the principal driver and everything else like you are you are the the team itself and it's i think it adds a lot of personality to the game which is one of my big i think well wasn't my big negative from last year but it was a a, a slight detractor on last year's version um it just, you know, that needed that, that character. And this, I think gives it that character because it allows you to personalize the game a bit more in your experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will say I do like that. Um, You'll, pick the the engine provider and you know picking mercedes or picking ferrari they've got great output they've got great reliability they are very expensive picking those so if you pick those engines from the start you'll have very little money to start off with to upgrade the car as it goes by you pick something like renault or honda you'll have uh, a less reliable engine <laughs> but a but more money in the bank Their reliability the rating by the way and for the, the renault thing. was way too high <laughs> Oh, it's like reliability 87%. Fuck off. Your reliability is like 65%.
0: (laughs) At best.
1: (laughs) Oh, but I I, I do like that—that that you choose the engine, you pick your second driver, mm. so your your second driver can't be an existing driver from the get go. So you can't pick Lewis Hamilton as your second driver. You can, however, you
0: can pick Mick Schumacher,
1: who uh, I kind of like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's in my team. Yeah, you could pick. <laughs> uh, you can pick Mick Schumacher from Formula Two, and if you if you do well in the game, if you actually play ten years worth of of the game. Uh, of, of my team mode You can be a reputable team Where Lewis Hamilton's like Hey I want to race for you Yeah Or you know Vettel tries to fucking Weasel his way in Or <laughs> Max Verstappen's <laughs> like Hey I think I'd be great Fuck or off Or Fernando Alonso um,
0: Just you know Tries to get back in oh, After he's gone through
1: Renault. Why is he back <laughs> Why
0: <laughs> Yes for anyone Not up <laughs> to speed On the Alonso. Formula 1 news uh, Yes Fernando Alonso Is back And racing for Renault the team that he was at before and then went to mclaren and then is now back at so yeah <sighs> sigh. sigh indeed duty sigh
1: i've had I've had some discussions with uh with Liam our formula one mate and uh why Renault aren't spending money on a good car and a shit driver is way beyond it. A- Pick Kimmy Raikkonen. Kimmy Raikkonen isn't a toxic driver. This, He'll just race. This He'll is push not the, car. The, He'll uh, the Renault
0: way. We, uh, we need the great driver <laughs> and the baguettes and uh, ooh la la.
1: It's. it's <laughs> Kimmy Raikkonen, the wheel fell off Kimmy Raikkonen's car this week and he just went, the wheel is gone. Guess I'm out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Uh, uh anyways yes. going back to the game um the, the my team mode i think is really really cool um i do like that you pick sponsors for your for your formula one team um i don't like however they're not real sponsors
0: uh, look i uh, mean i, would, I think I would, there's 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 issues with that like in the game i think that you you could have a bit of fun with it but i think um yeah i think they've done a a, a a reasonable choice by selecting non-actual sponsors because then they have to pay money for yeah. it. So it's, you know, pretend real sponsors in the, within the game that earn you cash and give you targets and all the rest of it. I think that's fine. It's a it's a, it's a fine element. It's been like that experience in a lot of other games as well. And uh, I, I, I don't mind it. I think there's, you yeah, know, there's ways around, you know, actually having to pay people cash which they probably didn't have after spending all the money on the f1 license so it's not so much of a concern for me but I, I like that they've added and then there is an option
1: yeah i i, I kind of like having say some some fake sponsors to start off yeah. with, and then when you start to get renowned then sort of you know pepsi or mcdonald's or miga approach you and go hey we want to sponsor your Fuck, i'd love to see a miga car. card that'd be fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> be my right? new favorite team. <laughs> that may or may not be in my video. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, one of the other uh, other things I don't necessarily like about this my career mode, where you make your you know make your car, is you don't get to necessarily customize the car. You can pick the paints and all that yeah. sort of stuff, but you can't pick the wings. You can't pick the, the nose. You can't pick the steering wheel. Those sort of components you don't kind of get like you get, get you like a, you get a
0: generic skin for the car which looks like every other Formula One car which they've kind of done a little bit of in this game like there is some level of customization but I think they've gone very generic on the looks and feels um, so yeah. I think that that could be a, an improvement for next time round where they actually give you depth to design the car um, this one was very much a they, they they only have like maybe a dozen different sort of variations like maybe not even that of the actual um design options and then it's down to paint jobs and it just it felt a little bit i don't know they could have done a much better option on it i know i played recently yeah. i got to play the um gp 2020 game and that like that was customizing everything from the bottom up you got to pick designs put on all sorts of decals, locations, all the rest of it like you could actually go in really deep into the design and make your own thing and it was really spectacular like the design functionality is great and to, to know that that's available was an option and to see not even like a tiny fraction of those options within this game is a little bit disappointing it's still a step up from where it was last year, but it needs to be deeper if you're going to advertise it as a big feature within new game.
1: I, th- I think the only reason I can think of that they didn't um, allow players to necessarily pick the wings and pick the nose and all that sort of stuff is because 2022 now we will be getting completely new upgraded uh, vehicles for Formula One in in the real world. Um, They're going to change the engines and the allocations and all this sort of stuff like that. So I think that's that they're sort of like cool. Well, no point really adding that into the game yeah, which I wish but they But they've got two other um, games to release before it. that happens. So like they they
0: can make that option available now. And look, you know, it doesn't need to necessarily change the actual physical performance of the vehicle. It just needs to change the look. It just needs to change how the car looks so that you can go, "Yes, that's something that I designed," rather than I just Chose the colours within that specific design pattern, so yeah, just little little things like that, like cosmetic changes, could make that um, that mode a lot more a lot more enjoyable for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that, and that's for that mode as well. Like uh, the you get to pick your logo, you get to pick the team colors, you go back to your your between races, you don't just jump to the next race. Yeah. Same thing with my career mode, you will go back to your headquarters. Yeah. And then you'll be able to further upgrade your facilities, which upgrade your car and all the sort of stuff like that, which I which I think is really good compared to last year, which was just like you're done with Australia, great. Let's go to fucking Baku next. Yeah. Rather than yeah, you're now going somewhere else to sort of step away from the racing wheel to refresh and reanalyze what you want to do and you'll be able to change the color the name everything like of your car besides like the engine and the hardware stuff like that you'll be able to completely repaint delivery of your Formula One car between races yeah. um, so my first race I was driving a bright green and bright pink Ferrari that or not Ferrari a Formula One car that looked like a fucking eyesore Yeah And I came dead last And then I'm like Cool I'm changing the colours I'm making us You know Dark green And this like velvety purple <laughs> And then we came in and we came first And it was just This, colours, this feeling it? of like <laughs> Yeah new. It's, it's a new car They mean business They're not this fucking eyesore On the track Sort of looking <laughs> thing <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it, does, it, it is pretty awesome. Um, now, let's talk about the racing on the track. Uh, I do want to talk about the accessibility for this year. Um, so when you get into this game, a lot of the default settings are essentially like they have these assists which go through the roof this time around. So they were available last time. I don't think they were as as effective or as turned up um, in as they were in 2020. And, like... F- for serious, this year, like if you have all of the assists turned on, it's almost like auto drive. Like you can you never miss a corner like they've got drive assist. They've got braking assist. They've got acceleration assist. They've got all of the auto options that you could possibly want. So essentially all you have to do is hold down the button and generally stare in the right direction and the game does everything else for you. And I think that's it's an interesting element that they've added because, like, I think last year, like last year's racing was hard, fast, super tight. There were some assists, but nothing near the effectiveness I think of this year's options. And I think they've done it to actually make it like to bring it back a little bit from that hardcore sim to make it a little bit more accessible to casual gamers. So, if you're, I, if you're I, casually I playing the game, to, like, you know, oh, I want to pick it up and just race for an hour before the race starts, and that's the only time you're going to play for the week, you want to have a bit of fun with it, and you don't necessarily want to, like, get edgy your seat all the time. That's probably who this is aimed at, I think.
1: I did try there's, uh, the, the return of uh, split-screen yep. mode. So, if, you know, you've... Ooh. Got a partner? You you got a housemate? You got a wife? Whatever it might be, um, if you want to do, if you are locked down like the rest of fucking Victoria is, um, you can do split screen and play four more one together on the on the same screen, which is which is kind of nice. I did get uh, Mrs. Duty to try it to see how that was, um, and she fucking hated it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she 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 had it on beginner assist mode with all the assists turned on, and I still lapped her, and she still came last. Um, yeah. And it was it's it's. It's a thing to note. This game, compared to last week's Burnout Paradise, this is a simulator. Oh, absolutely! And um, look, yes, as, as
0: much as like it is a sim, I think like with those assists on, it, it does change the the gameplay almost like like kids can play this game now. Like you know, people who don't normally play racing games can access it and go, oh, okay, that's great. I get used to it, and then I can slowly, yeah, you know, gradually wean myself off some of these assists to, you know, be a more effective racer. So it does get people yeah. in there like whereas the learning curve for last year's game i thought was like this huge jump like you have to be good straight away otherwise the car goes out of control like yeah and then the easier game modes like the um uh, the ai is really like turned down you can gain seconds a lap on lewis hamilton which is unheard of Um, you know, if you, (laughs) if you go onto the grass, like the, you don't spin out immediately, like there's a lot more control and like forgiveness within the game, which I think like, you know, which is great for that accessibility option, but it also means you can switch all of those off and go back to that whole crazy wild stallion, you know, out of control kind of car that you would expect from a Formula One car. So I think there's having those options in there is great because it means that, the game is. I think it's a more mature game that gives you those options. It doesn't. It's not just an all or nothing. It's not like we talked about with that um, Assetto Corsa Competizione. Like that was very much all or nothing. Like if you're if you're not awesome, you are you, you can't play this game. If you don't have all the setup, you can't play this game. And I, I think that's just a, a really a, like a wrong
1: attitude to have. I I will say this if. If you are getting this game, both uh, both of us, of course, clearly the Formula One. uh, I'm playing this on the Xbox One X, and I am using a Elite controller. Uh, I think that is where, in some instances, the Xbox is more handy with the Elite controller because you have the back paddles which you can use to emulate. The toggle shifting up and down, the paddle shifting of a yeah. Formula One car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also think there are sometimes when even uh, I sh- it's the same thing on PlayStation because I played last year's on PlayStation as well. Is you can tell when there are supposed to be some smooth turns and stuff like that. Like when you're watching AI do it, and they're moving smooth like butter. And then when you can see a player, you can see that they're. they're they're straight then they go a little bit to the left a little bit to the left they're not as smooth as as what a a real f1 car is and you're sitting there going this is when i need a racing wheel because then you'll have that precision using absolutely
0: and like i think there's stuff like the the driving assist kind of evens that out a little bit for people who are unfamiliar with it but yeah for sure like you know there is no there's no substitute for you know a racing wheel in these circumstances but as far as like actual control of the car goes, like they do an amazing job within this game of of oh, actually yeah. being able to control it. Like, yeah, you know, with all of the assists turned off, you still feel like you've got you know control of a vehicle as opposed to some other that that the last game that I played, the last sim, where it's it was designed specifically for a racing wheel. So for console play, it's almost completely useless because not a lot of people have that you know have that setup have the five hundred dollars to buy a bloody steering wheel so i think there's you know they've done an amazing job with making this usable as a console game um and enjoyable as a sim enjoyable on all sorts of levels so i like that yeah you know, they they've hit that nail on the head this time around
1: yeah i think it's a fantastic entry um i think we can we can both say we're, we're absolutely loving the game are there any i think there, there are probably some negatives we do need to speak about if you've experienced any or, or anything like that i know i've gotten a couple that i'm and i wouldn't again wouldn't really call them negatives i'd call them more nitpicks yeah um most of which will be fixed in a patch um the there's normally a button on your controller to activate the microphone so you could talk to your pit crew yeah
0: what's up with that, that? I ask,
1: hey do- yeah, do I need to do I need to box? Do I need to pit? What's going on? And it's not picking up my microphone. No, and I, um, and it's
0: it's weird because you, you click it now and it gives you like a big like text list and there's like three or four pages of actual commands that you you type in or you you click on, um, so it actually you know accesses that particular response from your, your pit crew, but it's you can't when you are racing a car at 300 plus kilometers an hour have a you know stop for a second and have a look at the fucking commands list you need to be able to i'm sitting there like yelling at my controller you know box 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 it's doing nothing and so you actually (laughs) it's just it's really (laughs) it's really frustrating that that is not in there like that seems like a a no-brainer
1: why would you remove that functionality it worked well um just it it, 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 is, it is in yeah. there but it looks like it's a glitch so yeah. I've, I've i've taken a look online the option is there but for some reason it's not picking up headsets um so th- it looks like apparently that's getting fixed on a day one patch there's i don't know uh, for yourself but if you're racing on hanoi which is the new vietnam track which is fucking bonkers <laughs> um yeah <laughs> That that is that is literally an insane track. But um, if you're caught up in the in the middle of a of an actual grid, so caught you caught know, in you're, a you're track. In the midfield, if you're uh, in the midfield and surrounded by other drivers, unless you're racing in a Renault, because they're all are <laughs> um, in right the back, <laughs> all the yeah, pits, <laughs> you'll uh, the audio will start to crackle a, a fair bit and start to drop out until you either start to pull away, yeah. or if you're racing in a Renault, yeah. fall away. Um, so I found that's an issue as well as the deliveries aren't updated to what they are now. Um, so the Williams still have rocket racing, you know, all over the car. And I'm like, they don't have that sponsor anymore and they now look better. They don't look like a Colgate
0: toothpaste. I think there's been a lot Um, of stuff with this year. Like they would have had all of these designs like programmed in prior to yeah. the shit hitting the fan. And, you know, the, the, the fact that they've had a few months off, they've changed sponsors, they've done all sorts of things. Like, yeah, things have happened in the last few months that probably weren't captured um, as part of their programming. So, again, could be patched at a later date, but, you know...
1: It- yeah, so deliveries are going to be patched, apparently, on release of... The standard retail copy because the ultimate edition was available three days early yeah
0: like i think that that's definitely something that they should be doing like yeah especially some of the the, the new cars like the mercedes now poor that looks amazing oh it's all black oh, looks beautiful oh, so good um, but yeah, so like there's there's some some updates they can make in there. I think one of the big negatives for me, and I don't know how you feel about this, but it's it's actually detracted a little bit away from the game. Yes, they've added a lot to this game this uh, this time around as far as game modes are concerned. But when I go out on the track, I don't like it doesn't feel any different from last year
1: as far as performance is concerned. Like yeah, 2018 to 2019 had a big yeah, jump in speed. Absolutely, like you actually had to sit up compared to last year. And like, I, I don't that it doesn't feel like there, there's any difference. there. No,
0: like that, and that's the that's the thing that that's really like bugging me at the moment. I look at this game and I go, I noticed a a specific jump from 2018 to 2019, 2019 to 2020. I see great new game modes, which are a massive big plus for me. Like I think that adds a lot of value, but they just. Haven't tried in other areas, and that's a, that seems to be a big missed opportunity. Like showing it, you know, you could have shown some graphical improvements, um, some work on the I, I, I don't know, just like even the audio feels like it's not even like improved, it's gone backwards from last year. Like last year's audio was phenomenal, and this year it just doesn't feel like it's captured that same magic. I don't know, like, if it's what's gone on, but it's a disappointing missed opportunity and especially in an annual game when you don't make those changes annually that's you know i would rather see gameplay changes than i would uh, like behind the scenes changes gameplay is yeah, where it's yeah. at if you're not changing your gameplay every year what is the point of
1: me buying this game I, I haven't noticed any audio issues on, on my end or any anything, say, as stagnant as regards to that from, you know, it hasn't changed from last yeah. year. Um, I, I've still got, I wouldn't even really call it an issue, but for those of you who know a little, you know, a bit about racing in general, when you go and do your qualifying lap, and I've got it on full practice, full qualifying yeah. to actually go out there and, and push hard. Yeah. Um, once you finish your qualifying lap, you can then sort of, not crawl but you put your car into a cool down lap yeah. so you've done you've done your hot lap you just need to do your cool down lap and go back into the pits and if you go too slow you cause a yellow flag yeah
0: the, that, um, what's that what's that about like that's that's a bit shit yeah you,
1: th- there should be a way to just go like cool like you know your technician going are you going are you going to do another hard lap no, you're not going to do another headlap. Cool. We're telling all the other teams they can they can uh, overtake you. Um, stick to the side, and then the the racing line will then change. Going instead of driving on the racing line, drive on this line, which is out of the racing line, and you won't cause a yellow yellow yeah, flag. Yeah, it's just um,
0: th- like that's a. <sighs> They're all little things that feel like if they haven't made that many changes to the actual game itself, like honestly, why? how would that not be part of the game? How would that not be part of the, the current package? Just seems really odd that
1: they would like, they're just little things like that that just don't seem to work. It's, yeah, it's just the little small things, even I've, I've you know, the, but the there are things that they have changed as well, like I've seen cars, you know, accidentally clip each other and then they've gone into the pits, but they've left parts of their wing out on the track, and rather than, because it's only a little bit of, you know, damage and stuff like that, they haven't deployed a safety car, my car's gone over a bit of a wing and I've gotten a puncture from it. And I'm not like... It's not like a normal... Oh, you got a puncture coming. Like, my wheel is about to pop <laughs> off puncture. Um, like, they, they've gone to that level of detail for damages and stuff like that. But just it's the small things of like, yep, I've done my my hot lap. I need to go into a cool down lap and come back into the pits. Because if I go hot again, I'll run out of fuel. And then I'll cause a yellow flag for basically everyone. everywhere. Yeah. Um, and even if you go through a yellow flag and qualifying at full speed, you don't get penalized for it. Yeah, it's... Which... Yeah. Yeah, it's just these small things And, you know, Formula One 2019, when that released last year Got me into watching the real sport And now that I'm addicted to actually watching the sport I'm sitting there going, I wish we had what's going on in the real sport That, you know, penalties and, you know, grid drops And all this sort of stuff like that That we've saw just over the the past weekend Because last weekend's race was fantastic Mm. I want that sort of simulated experience in the politics of Formula One in a game, yeah, you know, well.
0: and the, it's it's it seems like they've they've tried to add a little bit of that. They've you know with the the my team option, it's a bit more of that, but they're still missing a lot of that personality. Like they do occasional interviews after you've you know won a race or done something good. Like they might do an interview with you, or these things might happen. But I need to hear more character voices. I need to hear
1: um, more of that
0: stuff to add to the game. More commentary. Last more, year we, we yeah.
1: did we did get that Need for Speed esque sort of style of rivalry yeah. in Formula Two. We're like, oh, I'm just I'm going to go get you. And this year we don't have it. I'm like, I, I kind of like see if maybe not Lewis Hamilton because he's hard to fucking probably contact. <laughs> but see if you can get like Carlos Sainz, Orlando. Surely Norris there's a bunch of those. Daniel, yeah. I'm I'm sure Daniel Ricciardo would be up for it. Like getting some of those drivers in to record dialogue for for rivalries and stuff like that. Sort of like when you play the WWE games or the NBA yeah. games that they have them come in to do the voiceovers and stuff. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. There's no commentary while you're racing as well, so you're literally going to hear the engine noise and you're just going to hear your technician. Yeah. It'd be cool if you could turn on TV broadcast to hear Crofty, Talk about you know what's going on in the race and stuff like that. Absolutely
0: love it. Like I, I, I do enjoy the race, and I do enjoy like when I when I do like sometimes when I game, I would switch podcasts on and listen to that when the race is on. Yeah. Like it's all switched off, and it's I'm just focused. But if there was contextual like commentary while you were racing, that would be awesome too. Like just, just an ability to switch it on and off like you do with all these assists. Like you can turn it on you know, and have this commentary or you can turn it off and have the sim experience. Like they're giving it to us in yeah. all other aspects. It would
1: be awesome to have it in there as well. It's like when you play the NBA games and the, and the commentators are going, oh, and that was a bad pass and he's handed up to Blair it and all that sort of stuff, like that as a formal... Like hearing you as a driver sitting there and hearing it's lights out and away we go and off goes Verstappen and off goes blah, 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 blah. That would be fantastic to hear why you're going because then you, you can t- if you can turn it on and off, then you can go, cool, well, Verstappen's hit this person and he's off the track. Sweet, that's what's going on behind yeah. me. Or, or that's what's coming up in front of me. But yeah, I, I can see both to and fro arguments from it It makes it less of a simulator more of an arcade but if it's a toggle switch that's fine like yeah something i wouldn't mind having oh
0: absolutely look i think there's there's some really good positives with this game but yeah there are a lot of options that they could have done to make it a lot better like they, they i think they're just missing a lot of they've added personality to the game but they're missing that refinement from uh from previous years
1: yeah, yeah, and I think I think it's a, it's we've we've both got it on separate consoles. If this was cross platform, it'd be fantastic. Oh, always, yeah. I mean, uh, how games honest, are not being good, made that's not too far away. So I'll just buy it <laughs> for you. How
0: long? How these games are not on cross platform right now? I don't know. Like every single game like this should be coming out as a cross platform game. It's ludicrous that it's not. Anyway, that's beside the point. Let's get on to scoring, uh, dude. Give me your score for this game, buddy.
1: Uh, I'm going to give it four and yep. a half. Um I'm still enjoying it I'm still loving it it's it's the only sports game that I will get yearly Yeah sure Yeah I won't uh, NBA maybe I'll get every 3 years wrestling um, maybe every 20 years for wrestling but now, for, now that
0: Battlegrounds is coming out mate that may
1: change No <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly But but Formula 1 is just a it's it's a sport that I love outside of gaming and it's a gaming sport that I love as well because I want more like I want to get more me and you play you know a bit of formula one and stuff like that we've raced we've had a couple of beers and laughed and all that sort of yeah. stuff but it's one of those games that when you know mates are going oh what should we play next i'm like get formula one and it's like no i don't like racing like it's more than racing it's strategy yeah. like the whole thing is how far away is someone what tires are they using how long will these tires last on this track what you know how much downforce this and that all that sort of stuff like that it's not just like a need for speed or burnout arcade go fast don't hit shit racing it's really smart thinking racing and you know some of the best times i've had playing formula one games was last year with me you and liam having beers and playing it on the playstation and just you know laughing when someone spins out on a track or when you know you damage your wing or whatever it was yeah
0: yeah Uh, i i tend to agree on all of those points it's it's very hard not to um i think for me as well like i'm gonna say 4.5 is the the perfect score for this game I gave last year's one a five because I was so excited about this game and, mm. and I came into it like with a super high expectation they they did almost listen to some of the feedback I gave last time and said, you know, they added some of that personality to the game and extended the game modes. Great,
1: but then they took away. Oh yeah, there's more personality in this they one. They took
0: away stuff. You can choose well. your
1: poses for your for your camp for your things and stuff. Yeah. Like your, your fucking. You can choose how your character stands. I kind of like yeah. that. And It makes it feel more like you're a racing, your, your driver, not just a still image of you just standing. Exactly there. right. Like you choose if he looks cocky and stuff. I kind of like. But
0: yeah. That. Look, I think like it is just in terms of gameplay, it's a step back. I felt, um, I think I I messaged you like within the first few hours of playing this game, like just said, is this game easier to drive? Like it just feel, I didn't feel that tension in the driving, um, that I did in the previous game. It just doesn't feel that same. I don't know. I'm just not getting that same amount of excitement that I am out of it probably because it's almost entirely the same experience on track. So I'd like to see improvements for next time i'd like to see them do something with the graphics something with the sound make it a more in en- engrossing experience because that's what you want with a simulator a simulated game is supposed to be about encapsulating the experience of being inside a car and it's it doesn't really feel that way i feel more like this is a a racing game but a good one, but still just doesn't really capture the magic of last year. So, yeah, I'm I'm giving that 4.5 as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 still when it comes to sports game of the year at the end of the year, it's still going to be probably the number uh, one for me. I, I do like, really yeah. play any other sports games. Um, but honestly, I still think it's it's it is more personal. Absolutely, year. last year was more black and white on paper, but the paper was really high quality paper. Yeah. And the ink was fountain pen <laughs> ink, like it was. It was everything was beautiful about the black and white paper. Where this is is more personal because you you have more customization options, and it's it's more about you rather than about the teams and how you're affecting the existing team. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, like, I think that's yeah. There, there's some definite improvements to make, and I'm excited to to continue to play this game. Like, I'll I'll keep playing this for a long time. There is a lot of replayability factor to it which is uh something that last year's option didn't have um as far as like playing through solo play and multiplayer and like customization like and there's a lot of options within that that will keep me coming back um which is really yep. good so keep that add us something extra from the next time we're obviously going to see the next game on the new platforms so um on the next gen consoles which will be great so oh, i cannot yeah. wait to see what that <laughs> yeah looks man like. it's gonna be awesome so I'm excited for that as well. So there's uh, there's very good future, and they look if they keep delivering games like of this quality, I there's no real complaints here. It's yeah minor nitpicks that have dropped this down from the, the, a five to a four point five.
1: Yeah, yeah, no worries, man. That it makes it makes Excellent. sense as well. It's not it, it's not a oh we're dropping it because it fucking uh, it doesn't have the AK forty seven from last
0: year. <laughs> yeah, no. Look, I think that's that's all there you can say about these games. They they are raise the thin margins but when you're releasing annual games you need to show annual improvements and if you're not you're going to get marked down for it because why else would you buy these games unless you want to you know you need to see that improvement yeah yeah yeah. there we go well that's it for us this week that was f1 2020 um go out and buy it if you're into racing games it's Super, super awesome. Um, we will be back next week to talk about more games and more exciting things. We've obviously got the uh, Ubisoft stuff next week, and then the week after that, we're going to have a special edition episode uh, when we talk about the Xbox Games Conference, when they're talking about the new sex box and the release and all the new games. It's going to be exciting. Are you getting up at 2 a.m. for that It'll one? be a big week. Bit, yeah. <laughs> we might be recording a little bit later than that because I need to sleep in. Um, so, yeah, we'll be getting, we'll be doing a, a later release uh, in two weeks' time, so that we can talk about the Sexbox release and all of the new things that are happening with it. So that's very exciting. Super excited to be talking about that. Until that time, yep. this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you: if you're getting slow lap times, if uh, if even Lando Norris is catching up to you, um, then you need to get good.
1: And this is Judy reminding you that if you're driving a Williams and you're beating Lewis Hamilton, you got to turn the difficulty up. <laughs> uh, legit
0: beating Hamilton with a fucking Williams. Oh, mate, I was beating Hamilton with my new car. Like, come out of nowhere. First year, first race, win in Melbourne. What's going on?
1: <laughs> that boy ain't right.
0: <laughs> awesome.